Welcome to NFL Mayo. It is Super Bowl week uh, <laughs> here in 2023. Uh, Chiefs, <laughs> Chiefs are who I got. I'd put. I'd bet the house. Oh man, I don't know. This is a juggernaut of a defense for the uh, Philadelphia Eagles, the sack daddy of them all. Just kidding. I yam, I yam, I truly yam, I yam. Okay, guys, here's the problem. We may have missed the Super Bowl and the end of the playoffs in general, but life comes at you fast. Luke's been busy, and I've been incredibly busy with grad school. I'm in my last semester. What we can do is a belated recap of the of the postseason. And let's be honest, now that the Super Bowl is over, the Chicago Bears have officially become the most relevant team in the NFL going forward. That's a fact. Certified fact, the offseason runs through uh, Chicago. But before we get to the offseason talking points, the coaching changes, the cuts, the impending cuts, the drafts or the uh, combine starting next week. Let's talk about the Bengals game that was heard around the world before we get to the Super Bowl. What do you think? Uh, uh, what Bengals game heard around the world? I don't even remember. Bengals what you're talking Chiefs. About. Fucking February no, 24th. No, no, no. I. Okay, wow. First off, drink some more coffee. We're having a uh, great time here. This is what I'm saying. Bengals Chiefs. Are you talking about the bad AFC calls? Championship game. Third down repeat leads to the oh, Chiefs yeah. winning the game. Sparks a bunch of speculation that the league yeah. is fixed. I've the been saying memes. that my election has been stolen for uh. weeks now. Um, brother, I'm about to fucking storm Arrowhead. I, I'll, I'll never. <laughs> I've had. Let's talk about it. I mean, I've been very consistent on this show um, and in my life as a fan where and, – and I really, really, really respected Sirianni for uh, saying this too post-Super Bowl as well, like this exact sentiment where if, like yeah, yeah. Uh, the idea – like, the, They played on the same field as us. Well, just like, oh, one play. It was just one play. These refs screwed the us. The holding it's like, call. It's like – Give me yeah, a fucking yeah. break, dude. Like, no, I, 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 I wanted I, to talk about that as well after I know, we talk I'll about the if he calls in this. Yeah, but, but sure. I just, it's the sentiment that I've always felt. It's like, if you're, I don't have it in me to blame refs for a loss. I just don't. Like, I, it, the, the fact of the matter is, it's a fucking 60 minute game. And, and the better team has, more often than not, has the opportunity to win the game. Like that's all you can ask for, and I'm I, obviously there's I'm not saying the refs are perfect. I don't think they're I don't think they're the best they've ever been. Like Goodell said, like um, I think that there's definitely issues. I noticed lots of issues in the Vikings game that were that were fucked up, that looked like missed calls, that like that that do affect games. But I don't I don't I don't know if I don't know if I want to just completely. I don't know how I could live my life harboring the idea that I was being somehow deceived in mass, like by, by the NFL and, uh, and like the organization and the players and stuff like that. Like it's WWE or something. I, I, so the script jokes are hilarious, but I don't buy it. And then I also just oh, don't. I was going to, I was going to go into the yeah, script jokes. And I also just don't The know, whole memes generated from I this. I just don't see 
how you could get through your life as a fan of football, as like a, as like a person who likes the sport as much as we do, as a as a person who um who lives and dies by it. Like if if has I, a podcast semi regularly, right, I, I just can't do that. So may even, and you know maybe that's a fault on me, and I'll let you take it from here. It's just that like maybe it's just me respecting authority too much, which sometimes happens. I love corporations. Look, um, Luke, you certainly are a bootlicker. That's what people. I've need been to told know. that. I like no, you are come not. Into my my room of Disney pins and Funko Pops and Kevin Smith memorabilia, and they're like, "You motherfucker." I mean, dude, I'm a Nintendo fanboy of the highest order. And as a quick aside, did you see that they 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 remastered like a new sheer co- sheen coat of pixels on Metroid Prime from the GameCube, and it's now on the Switch. Well, I'm that's selling. Baby. Yeah, it's selling out everywhere because they apparently did a really small print run, and people oh, are really? trying to flip it. And I went and got four hundred dollars worth of things at Walmart last night. Oh my god, I don't know how I spent that much. It hurt, but they had one copy left of Metroid. You got it. Yeah, and she said someone I, just called trying to reserve this, but that's not no. our policy. I'm like, yeah, fuck them, right? And I then I knuckled the, the girl. I was I, like, um, knuckles. I pulled Lego Star Wars back out because I've been playing that oh, yeah. on Switch this week. It's been a lot of fun. The Switch right. never. The Switch you can't go wrong with one. But uh, it's Aiden, it's it I is wa- the best console. But yes, back on track. Here's what I want to do. Hold me to that point you just said so I don't forget because I want to talk about my perceptions of this and how it affects my fandom like you were talking about. But Please. before that, I want to set the stage of, of what we're talking about for our audience. So in the Bengals Chiefs AFC title game, there was a crucial third down call. This was a third or it was third and long. Pat Mahomes checks it down middle of like five to six yards defense rallies and tackles plays done. The crowd is very, very loud throughout this play, before this play, and after this play. This is a home crowd in Arrowhead that is especially rowdy. We go into commercial break. We come back from commercial break. uh, Zach Taylor, head coach of the Bengals, is absolutely livid, losing his minds on a group of referees, saying, like, how? How can that be? The, the the commentators don't even know what's going on, and they say, well, it looks like uh, Pat Mahomes and the offense is coming back on the field. And they get the alert from the referee staff that apparently one of the back judges very far away from the line of scrimmage forward, like towards the defensive side, towards the sideline, tried to stop the play on the third down before it started by waving his arms and blowing his whistle. But the crowd was so loud that the... Nobody could hear. The other referees couldn't hear. The players couldn't hear. The ball was snapped. What usually happens in a case like that, Luke? Real quick. I mean, I assume they blow it dead, right? Well, well. So since he couldn't because it was too loud, what what does a referee generally do? If they I don't. they in my in my personal memory, they just keep running straight to the line of scrimmage where the ball is snapped, waving their arms and blowing their whistle. Oh, okay, yeah, you that keep adds up. going, that adds up. right? You don't mm. stop, right? You don't just, so oh, what well, I guess I'll is, let him play out. <laughs> yes. He goes, I weird. guess I'll let them play out. He starts to walk towards the line of scrimmage. He just stops and lets the play happen. Then, after the fact, they review and apparently decide since he thought the play should be blown dead and then let it be played that he can just retroactively give the Chiefs another third down opportunity. I've never seen that in my life. And there is no mistake. doubt... 
There is no doubt that that starts conversations about fixed games, 100%. Because what happened is, that referee made a decision that he was going to give a team another attempt at a crucial third down. That's a fact. You don't let them play the game out. You do everything you can to stop the play. Now, I have made a lot of jokes saying the league is fixed. I will make my official case here. Of course, I don't think that the NFL is a fixed a rigged league. I do think that they have, there is too many moving parts. There is gigantic rosters. We have specialized positions at 11 different spots on both sides. And everyone's trying to get a bag. Everyone's trying Mm -hmm. to get paid. You cannot Mm -hmm. fix a game at that level. I do fully think the NFL has certain storylines and rhetoric that they want to push. I truly do think they want the chiefs to win the super bowl this year. They loved the Kelsey uh, storyline. They leaned into it so hard, despite the fact that Travis Kelsey is an utterly fake and unlikable character. Um, So that's my case. This was an absolutely horrendous decision. And I think the Bengals were the better team in this game. I think the Bengals were the hottest team in the league. And I think the Bengals could have won the Super Bowl. Now, all three of the teams... Uh, that th- those being Bengals, Chiefs, and Eagles could have won the Super Bowl. They're all great teams. The 49ers couldn't because they didn't have a quarterback. And also, really quickly, because I'd be remiss, Allie, not to say this, but the Bengals fans got absolutely fucking robbed and didn't say shit after the game. Not one of them. Good the family. 49ers got handled and absolutely bullied to to a pulp, and every single one of them has been crying foul and talking shit and playing victim to the media. McCaffrey's done it. Ayuk's done it. Like, it's just annoying and it's sad. And I don't like, I would not want to see that if I was a fan, if the bears were doing that, that's weak shit. What do you think about that? I will, uh, I'll totally give you, I mean, I think both things can be true. I can think the NFL is not rigged. And I can also totally give you, totally give you that refs blew those calls and, and, and they did. And I also think that while it's something I don't often think about, I appreciate you bringing it up because we do we, – we talk all the time about how the NFL is a, an industry, a business. And in a business, you make money. And how do you make money? It's marketing. It's, it's mm-hmm. the brand. It's the look. And the, Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs is a great brand. Mm-hmm. Um, Kittle and the 49ers is a great brand. The, the cow they want the cowboys to be good because the cowboys are a great brand i i agree with you there and i do think that they have favorites and i think that that's why people talk about small markets versus big markets if i can say my thing i'd be honest i think that's why markets like minnesota get no attention and even when we're good we're not good and i think that's why markets like um if like, if uh, the cowboys did what the what the vikings did this year there would be zero talk or there'd be much less talk about them being pretenders yeah, I, I agree, and I think, um, and all that stuff matters. And what does the NFL care if the Vikings are thirteen and three? Um, they, except for now, because we have Justin Jefferson, so now we're we're a favorite again because the God, league needs so Justin Jefferson. Career wise, um, so yeah, that is interesting. It is it is super interesting to to think about the fact that the dollars and cents and the people that are spending money on the merchandise and 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 expensive ass tickets to the games and fucking. Uh, fathead stickers to put up in their office and like stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if people still buy fatheads. I want one. Yeah, I still want one. My dad had some good ones. So, 
I just want to say this. Um, my perceptions of referee influence in games have run basically three levels. Um, the first of which would be you should have been in a position where that wasn't the case, where they couldn't influence the game. You should have had the game in your control if you wanted to win. It's the impetus is on you. That's first. Yes. The that's second right is now. the second, and that's my general one. The second one is this game could have easily been a different outcome if a referee did not make a crucial decision. A la 2019 Clemson, Ohio state. If the like super awesome fucking cor- slot corner blitz from Sean Wade, where he absolutely fucking wrecked uh, Lawrence and Lawrence dropped his head down like a goddamn armadillo. And then he got hit in the head. Cause, cause Sean Wade went for his, uh, his midsection. It was like a third down sack that would have been a game sealer. It ended up being a roughing the passer rejection call. And then this was Lawrence laying on the turf for like 20 minutes holding his chest. Next play, he comes back and runs 60-yard touchdown on us like a fucking giraffe. So, like, that's one I go back to. And earlier in that game, um, Okuda hits the ball out after T. Higgins, great receiver, hope the Bears trade for him, catches it and takes two steps and tries to palm it away from him. He hits it out, what should have been a fumble. But they said, no, that's an incomplete catch. That happened again in the Super Bowl where um, Nick Bolton could have got another fumble recovery for a touchdown. And we're going to get to that. They overturned that. So there's calls like that, bam, bam, always are going to be people talking about it forever like oh the game could have went this way the game could have went this way and in that regard referees can influence an outcome of a game surely but for arian foster to be on a podcast talking about how the nfl is issuing actual scripts a travis kelsey indicates this the nfl players are not good enough actors to pull that off travis kelsey is a bad actor in multiple ways all right, I'm just hating on him in this podcast do you know what today. Is, do you know what's so funny? I, Everyone I, loves him. I'm like the only person that dislikes him. I like his brother a lot more. I, Me I too. agree with you. I think I think this. Uh, oh, I have a sound bite. I've been waiting for two weeks. Yeah. Oh, it's a it's a WWE sound bite. Kittle's not the only one that likes that. I think that he's like. I think that he's like the 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 third the third tier Gronk and Kittle personality he just wants to be them he's very very talented so one he has of the that. best players I've ever seen at a position I he's like a his Hall brother a lot sure. more in terms of personality he seems more real um but uh no you're right they're not good enough actors like there's no way um well yeah no sorry way. just to put a pin on it and then the third one is uh, for uh, referees influencing games is something that I experienced for the first time in this Bengals game because we know I support the Bengals heavily as my uh, like extra team in the AFC that's actually good. So when that happened, I did have some thoughts like, did they try to fix that? Because I mean, the, we they want the Chiefs in the Super Bowl, like we've said. I've never seen a play like that where they just get another shot. And it didn't actually make me think that the league was fixed, but it made me think that they wanted to do something to get the Chiefs into the Super Bowl. And I mean, then, think about the tuck rule. Like, people well, yeah, are still I know. talking about the tuck rule. You know what I mean? Like, And that, but, was, that was literally 20 years ago. So, like, correct. you're right. Like, if, if these things, if the refs fuck the game up, uh, like, enough, <laughs> quote-unquote... People to go forget. off of yeah and to go off of what you were saying about I couldn't like live my fandom like that 
I swear to you, Luke, when I went and watched this Super Bowl with like no vested interest, it's one of the first games I've ever watched where I su- where I couldn't help but actively scan every occurrence in the game for if there could have been like a fix in it. I swear to God, I felt like that. And I don't want to feel like that. So I'm saying if things like this happen, people are going to start talking about it. It's going to be trending on Twitter like it was. And I don't want to ever think of the NFL in any way like I was thinking in those last two games ever again, because I've never done it before. I've seen crazy shit, unexpected shit, movie line shit and thought, wow, I love that. I love football. That's so cool. It's the best reality show I've ever seen. But I've never once thought that the fucking league influenced it. So I sure as fuck hope that that doesn't ever happen again in my mind. I'll tell you this. If ever there was a season where I could believe a script. It's um, the thirteen and three Vikings coming ah! back from thirty-one points against the Colts and like that all this was shit. Like, so dude, wild. Every week we were coming back like that. Like that is scripted. Like it's not because no, but, but I, I know what you it's mean. Unprecedented. It's never happened. Like you know what I mean. So the Vikings have been such good TV the last two years. Oh my god. And you know what? Hopefully this is um. I'm gonna be so mean about the Vikings this off season. Be ready. That's fine. That's okay. Hopefully this is a coup though, uh, and like, re- like the referees step their shit up. I don't think they have an easy job. I don't. I think this is a, this is a a very low ceiling. Uh, I'm sorry, sorry. Yes, no, very very low ceiling, very high floor job. Like you can correct. Fucking, They're not even you know a full time like, referee. Exactly. Pay- payment and job security side, uh, or I'm sorry, aside. Like you're, it's kind of like a kicker. You know what I mean? Your your job is to is to not fuck up your yeah. job is to for us to not notice you because if we notice you like an you're a problem alignment. it's like you're damned if you do damned if you don't so i i don't know i it's hard it, i have a hard time sometimes i just want to think about that too the fact that like every player on the field is making so much every player maybe coach all right there's a chance we lose the audience yeah there's a chance we lose the audience if we talk about four week old games and stuff <laughs> but no. i think we should move to the super bowl no we're you gonna talk so? about the super bowl now three weeks right, no then. two week old Dude, you know what my sister said to me last night, unironically? What's that? Like, she was she was saying she had a cold, and she was like, yeah, I missed the Super Bowl. And she didn't think about <laughs> the fact that it was like... I missed the Super Bowl, didn't I? <laughs> didn't think about the fact that it was like Chris Farley drinking the fucking... She didn't even think about that? Body set. No, she that didn't say... That is so like, funny. She's like, yeah, I missed the Super Bowl. I was like, ah, oh, I missed the Super Bowl, comes out with like super long nails in here. Hey, babe. <laughs> His little kids are all Chris around Chris Farley him. drinking a fucking, like, I swear to God, swimming pool size. What was it? Uh, <laughs> coma something? I don't even remember. What, you can sleep and sleep <laughs> and sleep. Okay. Yeah, it's, uh, I don't know if everybody, it's pretty obscure. Uh, this Chris is Farley, Chris Farley's Saturday Night Live skit. Um, you can find it on the best of Chris Farley DVD, which I have on my shelf. I got that for two bucks at those. some resale shop. I found. I, I got like I got like five of those DVDs for two bucks each. I was so excited. My, my dad got me some for Christmas. It was such a good. We were both had those. Will Ferrell says All the right. N word in one of the skits like five times in a row, and D has never thought oh of him the same. God, you know that? know that? That's fucked up. No. He's playing like a. The joke is that he's pretending to be like an African American pimp, and he's like in a whip. And he's like saying it like really obnoxiously, and I was like, "Whoa!" I mean, he kind of did it again, and the other guys he just didn't say the n word. Correct, like, it's just a character. Yeah. So okay, let's get into Pretty it. Pretty cool. I'm being sarcastic. Chiefs just for the record. Eagles Super Bowl. 
<clears throat> a lot of people had the Eagles in this one. We saw Pat dealing with this nagging ankle injury, this sprain. Um, a lot of people thought that would hinder the Chiefs offense. It did not. Not me. I had the Chiefs. I had the Chiefs as well. I just, I mean, obviously, I like I've said, I think the NFL wants the Chiefs to win this game, and I don't think that was the factor. I don't factor, care who wants but it. But I, don't care I also wants it. think... It's fucking Mahomes, and it's Andy Reid. It's, it's Kelsey. That's what I'm saying. I think Mahomes and Kelsey's damn near nigh unstoppable in this league, no matter how good your pass rush is. Um, a couple things from this game. The field quality in this game was absolutely abysmal. People were slipping Dog and shit. sliding around. And this is also the national championship turf, if I'm not mistaken, well, for college. That was also fucking abysmal. It's the same one. It's Arizona. I'm going to get a cup of coffee real fast, but is this not the field that they were like meticulously growing in a laboratory? Yes. With, like, it's outer space rain and stuff like that. Well, yeah, and I don't know all the specifics. I'm not a head master for or whatever it's called um but it seemed like the people the players were slipping more so on the painted surfaces like the super bowl symbol at midfield and the end zones and such i don't know you just can't have that in the big games especially the super bowl which has all eyes on it um another thing from this game that stood out to me was the rugby formation that the eagles have basically dominated the landscape of the league with where you have a quarterback who squats like a thousand pounds getting pushed by three dudes from behind. And Kelsey's basically just leaning forward and just doing like a, a mountain Bear climbers crawl. or whatever the fuck in gym yeah. class. Um, mm-hmm. They also have Jordan Mailata, who's a rugby player and is massive. I, I don't remember who came out and said this, but it was one of the referee people. Um, is the head referee guy that they always talk to from the booth, if I'm not mistaken. I forget his name. Mm-hmm. He said it's a like a non-skilled play, and it's not necessarily even a football play. And I 100% agree. For the longest time, you were not able to push an offensive player forward to gain extra yards. I, I don't know when it changed. I just kind of rolled with it. Dean Blandino can yes. tell me all about it. The bush push um, was like I, a whole notorious thing in college. I always thought that we weren't. I mean, I know in I know in school we weren't allowed to do it. I know. I remember like um, I, I, fun aside. I remember I, every time I see it, here's what I think of, and nobody will care but you. Um, but one time when we were in uh like JFL football, uh like it was like the varsity us like scrimmaging the JV kids, and I was playing center, and uh, I remember doing like this exact thing where like Boaten was running the ball and he slams into all these fucking all these fucking kids and he's dude it's like he's stopped in place for like 15 seconds <laughs> <laughs> like where the, nobody's blowing it dead <laughs> and Bone's just going <laughs> you know what i mean and fucking we all are just like Ooh, like and I just slam my shoulder in and we're like shoving him behind him and fucking he just picture boat just flailing around at the football and like finally oh, we do. just jump through and he's like uh, it just pops and runs for like forty yards <laughs> for a touchdown. Dude, that happens. You so it's not even just the the short yardage plays, but there's been plays where like a running back will be stood up after gaining like eight yards and an offensive lineman will like come in and clean him up from behind. You know what I'm talking about? Like, that's not of been course. legal for a while. So my thing is this. How do you compare Jalen Hurts' performance in the Super Bowl against QB performances of the past, winner or loser, when he got three rushing touchdowns 
on a play that wasn't legal. I mean, here's the thing. I don't care uh, uh, necessarily oh, about uh, <laughs> Okay. I, I, no, I don't Moving I on. don't care about that necessarily. <laughs> no, I don't care about that necessarily because I think that's so funny. Aside from one thing which I'll I'll hop to, Jalen Hurts played like Oh, I'm not trying to say he didn't Super play Bowl. well. I'm just saying people are going to talk about his trio of record-breaking trio of rushing touchdowns, but how right. do you and compare I'm saying, that when it was a illegal play And I'm play saying before? I'm not those people. And I'm saying I'm not those people. I'm saying, like, oh, okay, if it's legal, he's doing nothing wrong, and he played a fucking phenomenal game and, and had a crack at winning the game uh, if he doesn't commit, like, a brutal mistake by coughing up Ugh. a huge fumble. Didn't he kick like, it ugly. after it got punched out and it, it was shot back? Ugly. Nick Bolton, by ugly. the way, is my MVP all, all of this game. One hundred percent. And middle linebacker. And for I the almost Chiefs. think, I almost think people aren't even like focusing enough on how fucked that was. Like he literally lost the game for them. He did. So it's like, so it's like, as perfect as it, as perfect as it was, like as perfect as everything uh, was up until that, like. That is the glaring mistake that loses you the game against the Chiefs. It's whoever makes the least mistakes when you guys are both playing that perfect ball, you know. Yeah. So, uh, and that was sad. That bummed me out. I, I because I was I thought it was cool that the Eagles have played this well, and I thought it was great that they were they were giving the Chiefs a run. I think Sirianni's annoying. Um, and he, after he cheated up to the camera, like when he was beating the Giants, I'm like, and he acknowledged it, which I respected as a man. I was like, okay, cool. Like he acknowledged that, that was kind of lame, um, but it's very lame. Yeah. And uh, it's just not. He's the I'm, same I'm guy into. that in his inaugural press conference sounded like he had three brain cells. Keep that in mind. I mean, he's obviously a savant. Like you don't. Yes, that team is absolutely loaded to fuck. It's loaded to fuck, but that doesn't always matter. That doesn't always matter. You're correct, um, but I'm just saying. I, I bet Josh McDaniels could do something with AJ Brown, Devontae Smith. By the way, Devontae Smith kept making circus catches in the playoffs that were not catches. That happened in the in the semifinal and in the Super Bowl. He made those catches that ended up not being catches. You got a great offense, the best offensive line in the league. Like I see why people would say he's a savant, but let's give him a little more time and see. You know what I mean? That team is loaded. That defense is I loaded. Mean, sure, but best roster in the league. Okay, so you needed. Oh no, man! So you need Jalen Hurts to top to bottom. You needed Jalen Hurts to have the the best season of his career, which happened. Um, you needed, like, you know, you had to go make a trade for for Brown, which happened. Uh, you have a great defense, sure, but like, I don't think any of that matters, especially in that division where everybody had a crack at the playoffs. Like, uh, I don't know, man. I, I I give Sirianni a lot of credit as a coach. I think he's annoying as a dude. I get it. Um, I mean, I'm saying he did a great job, and that wouldn't have happened if he didn't do a great job. I'm not willing to say he's a savant and put him up here with the greatest offensive minds in the league currently. Like that's all I'm saying. I just don't know what more. I'm sorry because I'm not gonna. I'm not sitting here trying to fight for the guy. But what? What would like going winning 14, 13, 14 games and going to the Super Bowl and almost winning like second? What? What? Second year what, is what the head would, coach. I cool. If he like, just keeps what if would? he keeps the team relevant for the next few years, I'd be like, sure. If they keep putting out offensive output, it's just but so even quick. currently that wouldn't Real make quick. him in the top mind. Real quick, people were calling Matt Nagy an offensive savant for his quick turnaround. Matt just wait, Nagy. just wait. No, Luke. that's not even a comparison. Yes, it is. We went to the How? play. Did, look, you, did the Bears go all the way to the Super Bowl? No, can I talk? You can, but it sucks. Uh, but go ahead. Can I talk? His second year with, or no, his first year with the Bears, 2018, we go to the playoffs. We get a huge uh, uh, acquisition uh, early in the season in the form of Khalil Mack. 
a little bit later than they got AJ Brown. We completely turn it around. We start running plays that are really exciting and fun, like Santa Sled, where we throw a touchdown to an offensive lineman. Everyone's calling Matt Nagy an offensive savant. Everyone's saying that Matt Nagy is turning this offense around. He's got BU on his play sheet. He's got club dub in the locker room. Blah, 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 blah. They did not win the Super Bowl. They actually lost to the Philadelphia Eagles on the double doink. But people were saying similar things on a similar timeline for an offensive coach who had never been anything more than like a coordinator or QB coach before. And then quickly after that, we saw he actually was fucking inept and he got carried by his defense with Vic Fangio. And he was able to do things on offense due to a bunch of turnovers. What I'm saying is it's not a direct comparison because nothing is. I'm willing to say that Nick Sirianni did an absolutely bang-up job, but before I start saying he's an offensive savant, after they had 70 sacks on defense, after they got A.J. Brown, who we know is an absolute stud, like, there are through lines between these comparisons. I just want to see two more years and see if he keeps the team relevant or if he is a reason why they digress. I'll give you that. One in the chat if you agree, two if you agree with Luke. I, they were the best team in the league. Like they were the most dominant team in football this year. I don't know. I don't know how that doesn't. I don't know. And they go to the Super Bowl. The, the Bears didn't. The Bears were not that and did not do that. So I just the Nagy comparisons got my heart in a, a flutter. I can't but think of a better one off the top of my head right now. That's the only reason. It's all good. We can move. Um, but you know, I'm I'm thrilled that the Chiefs won. I want. I want Mahomes to be Brady. I, I want Mahomes to win fucking ten Super Bowls. I love him. Are you giving me the Hasbula? Yeah, you fucking I'm Hasbula right shot? now. <laughs> You're fucking shadow boxing. They um, can't see because we're not uh, on video here. But yes, one day, one day. I want um I want Mahomes to win as much as possible. It's like when you know, like when Brady would go. I'm like, fuck it, let's see if he can get another. Like I want to see Mahomes be there every year. Like, oh, it's I don't. Awesome. I don't like that. Or I. Or I want to see Mahomes in the AFC Championship every year, and then Burrow goes. Or yeah. like, I want it. I, I really like it when like, new you know people I mean? go in. Same mm, as the Heisman. The Heisman voters don't like to often vote people again. Like Archie Griffin won it twice, but they don't want one. Once you've been in this select group, they don't often want to vote him back in. And I just feel similar with but, the Super. I know it's completely different, but like once you've won a Super Bowl, it's like fuck, man. Do I want to see a dynasty here? Or do I want to see some fresh blood out there competing? Well, we're in an era where winning one Super Bowl doesn't even matter. You're right. Like, but that's so, only so because Brady broke to. everyone's brains. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, it is. It, it is. But even like both Mannings have two. Like, um, you know, like a lot so of like Pat a lot of contemporary. A lot of contemporary quarterbacks have multiple, and that's the thing. Is like you couldn't. Get, it was a it was a detriment if you couldn't even get one, and it, that might not get you in the Hall of Fame. You know what I'm saying? And so now it's like you need multiple. Um, it's crazy. Do I? I do think before we head off and sunset this crazy 2022-23 season, we should talk about that holding call. Here's the thing: uh, James Bradbury held him. <clears throat> he held him. He admitted, admitted he held admitted him. To it. There's it, holding it on every play. Bullshit hold. There's holding on every I, it play. It was ticky tacky. It was opinion. a crucial time. I see why people are mad. This falls under category two that I mentioned earlier. Referee influenced a game could have gone either way. That happens all the time. That's something the fans talk about. That was not a fix. That was not a fix. 
That was just a bang-bang play that a referee made a decision on. So say what you want. Maybe you don't fucking fumble it for a touchdown twice in a game and have one luckily turned over in your favor, Philly, because it would have been a goddamn blowout if that one wasn't turned over. So that's all I'm saying. The Chiefs absolutely spanked them. Pat Mahomes goes into halftime looking like he can't walk. They shoot him up with, like, horse tranquilizers, and he comes out and runs it for 40 yards up the middle. You can't say enough about it. You can't say enough. I just love him. I, he's um, he's awesome, man, and he's so authentic. Incredible. And that is, that is not an easy thing. Like that is not an easy thing to not turn into some weird new personality, or or just be a fake camera persona. Russ. Like Pat doesn't. Ha- great, great call. Uh, Pat doesn't have it in him, seemingly. Um, and, and, uh, I, I love that. I love that he's him. It's fucking awesome, dude. He's I'm more of a bath bomb guy. Opinion. Yeah. He's, I mean, you know, is he an amazing actor <laughs> in commercials? No. And that's, that's good. You know what I mean? Like I want him to make all his money and he doesn't have to be good. Cause he's an athlete. Um, I love that. And I love Pat and you know, I love Andy Reid. I love Eric B who has, are we out of here? Are, are, we, are we talking about any updated stuff or do you want to leave the show? What, what happened? Eric Bieniemy's offensive oh, coordinator. Oh yeah, let's with talk about some stuff. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. So, <laughs> made Eric did Bien-Ami, I make a I face? You... No, you said before we wrap okay. it up. Yeah, yeah. So no, I just was saying I didn't know if you had anything about the Super Bowl you wanted to say. No, I mean like it was an awesome, closely contested game. Rihanna was cool. Yeah. Um, I I had a really good time. I went to my friend Chelsea's house. She's a Chiefs fan, so I was rooting Chiefs for her. Um, I took my Jared Allen Boomer Grigsby Chiefs card as good luck. For oh, that's her. awesome. Um, yeah. And so uh, Jared yeah, Allen yeah, did not make the, the Hall game. of Fame again. Yet a great yeah. 40 time in solid hands. <laughs> I'll, I'm it, I'm disgusted. I'm disgusted. I get by it, Jared man. Allen not getting in twice in a row. But, you know, making the same ballot as DeMarcus Ware is tough. DeMarcus Ware was better as was like same time, better. same and, time un- period. Unfortunately. Too. Un, you know, it was and like bigger team, bigger oof. market, like we mentioned. Mm-hmm. Jaa will get in. He'll get in. He just now got in the Vikings Ring of Honor this. He's season. doing like, a curling know, slow, league baby. right now, and I love that. Started on a bet, and he's gonna go to the fucking Olympics. I love him. Like, he's such a. He's, he's the so coolest. Cool. You want to talk about authentic personality? Yes, that's what I'm saying, <laughs> dude. He's the coolest. We grew. Yes. All right, and I'm not saying there is not shit. authentic personalities in the league. I think Kittle is. If we're gonna there compare are. a tight end. I think Kittle is an authentic personality. Now, is he annoying yeah. sometimes? Like JJ. at the ESPYs where he sings and stuff. I, I guess other people sing too. JJ Watt, is that what you're saying? No, I was talking about Justin. Justin. Jefferson. Oh, Justin He's Jefferson is such a mag- magnetic personality. The whole yeah. league loves him. Everyone is doing his dances. Everybody's grittying. He's yeah. starting trends. Now, I don't think his, like, faking an injury and then, like, two-step is going to take off, like, the gritty. Oh, I love it. <clears throat> I like I it, but it. it's not a gritty, you know? So, that's all I'm saying. Not a big fan of uh, Trav. So, moving on, I think it's uh, imperative that we talk about some of these coaching changes. And I do want to start with the Eagles losing their offensive coordinator to the the Colts. Now, Shane Steichen is the head coach of the Colts. <clears throat> and their defensive coordinator, who his name is escaping me, head coach of the Cardinals. Remember. And he's kind of a goofball. Cringy. We saw him on Twitter. Yeah. Now, go oh ahead and God. talk to me about Biennemi, my friend. Oh, so excited about Biennemi. Um, Eric Biennemi... Got did not get a head coaching job again this year, and I, I don't know why. Uh, um, and I and I, I think that 
there's a lot of factors that go into to these things. Um, but I'm so happy to see him make a lateral move to head to a different organization and for us to, to, to see if now the commander's offense elevates based on the enemy. I mean, this offensive coordinator has been taking the Chiefs to AFC title games year in and year out. Andy Reid gets a lot of love anytime they anytime they do anything. You know what I'm saying? And Andy Reid does call the plays here and there, right? Like Andy Reid does call plays, and a lot of it is his. But Eric Bieniemy has been the fucking common denominator for these dominant, record-breaking, fucking incredible offenses. Um, more so, and granted, there's the talent too, but more so than Reid's had without him. You know what I mean? And Andy Reid's amazing. Andy Reid had the Eagles on this amazing offensive trajectory and stuff like that when he was with them. But still not the Eagles fans of, uh, were picketing to get Andy Reid fired when they went 8-8. Eight and eight. Don't forget. Oh, oh, Eagles fans are brutal. I remember Andy, Andy Reid's head being called for. I didn't know if he'd ever coach again. Granted, I was a child. The thing about Biennemi is he's been a polarizing uh, head coaching candidate for the last few years because it seems like the league at large thinks that he absolutely deserves to be in consideration and he's getting interviews, but he's not getting the gig. Um, and he has the resume to back it up. So he takes a lateral move to the Washington commanders. If he can upgrade that offense and show improvement, it's going to be obvious that it wasn't just the chiefs carrying him, that he is an influence, a positive influence on an offense. Um, important to note the worst commentator outside of Emmanuel Acho that I've seen recently, uh, shady McCoy, who, uh, for being such a great football player and likely a Hall of Fame candidate down the road, what an absolutely fucking ass commentator he is. He doesn't watch the league, apparently. Um, he said Justin Fields cannot throw earlier, and he says doesn't, like, he just can't. Go look. He doesn't. I'm like, okay. Justin Fields has some of the best throws in the league this year. He just can't routinely hit checkdowns. That's his problem. He, his deep throws are amazing. Shady McCoy said... Eric Bieniemy has not shown the traits to be a great offensive mind and stuff. Basically, the Chiefs carried him, and he played under uh, Eric Bieniemy. Players on Twitter came to uh, EB's defense, and Jamal Bien-Aimé Charles was, was one of them. Yep, and Bieniemy like, was no. asked directly by the media group for the Commanders, and I I'll say this, man, I did not know he could speak to the media that that's that well he's very very well spoken he looked and measured awesome he he, he, he did. looked and sounded awesome in his commanders incredible uh, he handled that tough question so well with he's like look everyone is entitled to their position and their opinion and uh that does not affect me in any way whatsoever you're a crumb a bum shit. and a coward that's what uh, he said you haven't watched that shit. video have you uh, no he's crumb bum shit. And he was, like, um, very open about the fact that he's like, yeah, I'm trying to be a head coach, even in his introduction for the Commanders, too. So it's pretty awesome. And, you know, there'll be vacancies next year. And if the Commanders uh, go to the playoffs, which they easily – I mean, maybe not easily, but they definitely <laughs> could. Uh, maybe not easily, but they definitely that. could. I mean, the Commanders the played Eagles pretty well and this year. They did, but, like – Yeah, but Sirianni sucks, according to you. And uh, the Cowboys are choke artists, so I think they have I a shot. I didn't say that. I did not I say that. You wanted to label the man a savant, and I said let's let's pump the brakes one. on that. 
but that's okay. I'm not even, you know, I don't even care that much. What happens if the what happens if the the Eagles suck next year and it was actually Shane Steichen that was the so, offensive savant and the Colts become a playoff contender. So you have yeah, to be T. a lifelong yes. savant. You can't just have you can't just be a savant for one year. You have to like constantly be They called Sean McVay a savant. He kept it up. That's what I'm saying. They called Matt Nagy an offensive savant, and he quickly crashed and burned. They call people savants so quick in the league. All I'm saying is savant is a pretty strong marker to put on a head coach's head when he's got an all-timer roster in a defense that fucking had 70 sacks. And and we had Darius Slay shut down the best wide receiver in the NFL and make him look like a child in week two. Like, all I'm saying is let's pump the brakes on the savant talk. He had an incredible job. I think Sirianni should have won head coach over Dable, but I think that Shanahan should have won head coach of the year. Yeah, I don't even know. That the whole thing is weird. I don't know how But Andy I Reed like it when we disagree. You know what I mean? Like I don't I think Andy Reid could easily win head coach. So I don't know. Um where are we at now? So those are the hirings that we've heard of. Rogers has emerged from uh <laughs> his, his darkness uh, retreat. Darkness retreat. He left after two nights. It was supposed to be four. Um, that means he, he has a, a decision, it sounds like. He was in a dark lair with a queen-size bed, sheer darkness. People were bringing him a, uh, like a meal. I think it was like one meal a day or something. Um, they just give I him an know. ayahuasca pod, like a fresh one from Here's the garden. Here's the thing. I remember being like when it was like the ayahuasca talk and all that stuff last year. Um I remember being like, oh, this is weird because Brittany Griner is like in the in the media for having like half a vape cartridge and being held in prison. And this guy is like fucking gulag, like just like gloating about like, you know, illegal drug use. And that's cool because, like, you know, I don't care. Drugs are cool. He's a white guy. Exactly. But then it's like. To to pay money and like to expect a pat on the back to pay to put yourself into like solitary confinement that prisoners get thrown into feels weird to me it feels to be fair i think he just kind of like offhand mentioned it on pat and then everyone ran with it i don't know if he was trying to like make it bigger than it was and i think the media ran with it but he's insufferable so i'm willing to i'm just saying like i'm not either necessarily i mean i just don't think he made a big to do about it i don't know if it was offhand he explained it pretty thoroughly okay on pat mcafee i i mean but I don't know. I, I just feels weird. I, I don't oh, know. I'm yeah. not sitting here trying to be like a bleeding heart or anything. It's just that like, you know, to pay for, to pay for, and that's what you need to do to clear your head and do it. But it just feels weird. It's like, I'm not going to pat you on the back for spending your hard earned money to, to be put in a cell. Like that's good for you. I hope you got you. I hope what you got, you need like got what you needed out of it. But like, ugh, if the, it, it just if the feels, Packers, welcome him back this this coming season they're absolutely fucking idiots because if i and i don't even care yeah they do if another team's interested because here's the thing if my quarterback who's absolutely drugged me through the mud the last few years who got a big ass contract after winning mvp a couple times and never getting me to a super bowl recently he gets a fat contract where his cap hit next season is 60 million dollars and he played like a fucking bum for half of last season they were bad for half of last season and at the end too (laughs) yeah and on top of that he needs to go to a darkness retreat just to figure out what he wants to do with his life i don't want that guy on my team 
He's like, not putting on, in man. extra time with his wide receivers. He's just dogging him in the media. He's Bitching always been selfish. He's always been egotistical. And if he needs a fucking ayahuasca, like cocaine darkness retreat, just to figure out if he wants to play football, he's not a guy that's all in anyway. So why do you want him on your team? I don't even think another team should want to trade for a guy like that who's costing $60 million, who's 38 who's on a potentially precipitous career decline. That's It I is do. what it is. I mean, I you have to because he's Aaron uh, Rodgers yeah. and you yeah, don't have a guy. A but Somebody could somebody could Buccaneers Brady this guy right now and they go to a Super Bowl year one if they have the roster. I don't the, know if the, he's the Niners, got it in him. It's just inarguable that he has the talent. And so if you sure. put him in a position where he doesn't have to do everything, like the Niners, he will go to the Super Bowl and maybe win. Oh, if he's on the Niners, maybe, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. Yeah, I could see that. I could see now, that. Now, Raiders, no. Absolutely not. No. Absolutely no, not. No. They don't go to the Super Bowl there. Jets, maybe. Pretty so nice what roster. else? We're going to have combine Jets coverage. Jets have inquired about Rodgers, just to be I clear. Know. They, I they know. also they told know, Derek Carr he could go it. to the Hall of Fame if he yeah, came and played for him. So they're valid. out there just fucking pl- – they're at the bar just macking on every uh, like available girl that they see. I'd do that if I was recruiting. I'd be like, I love all you guys. I'd be like, you come could, on in. Luke, Luke just walks up to a girl at the bar at Western and says, you could be a Hall of Famer if we played together. Uh, for, you could be Derek Carr. If it, I got a loaded yeah. roster, if you know what I mean. Oh, my God. No, I'm not. Just sorry. <laughs> I'm the fucking. I'm the fucking. You act like that conversation know. hasn't been had at the Pace Beer Garden a time or two. I've never, I would never spoke to girls at bars. I just, unless they were the bartender giving me many pitchers of beer, and then I just chugged them with with a my lunch box and, and a fucking was afraid to speak to the opposite sex. <laughs> you know it. So in the in the coming weeks, we're gonna try to get back on schedule. We're gonna try to, or we're gonna have coverage of the combine, free agency. We're gonna have mock drafts and talking about yeah. prospects. I'm gonna get Brad on here and T on here. We're gonna mm-hmm. have the draft coming up in April. Um. A big offseason for both of our teams. The Bears obviously have the most cap space in the number one pick, and the Vikings, not very many picks, and they're going to have to cut some of these uh, long-standing veteran defenders most likely. So some uh, roster turnover is expected for both teams. Eric, I expect Kendricks to be cut. I love Kendricks. I've always loved him. uh, Bob Wagner, or yeah, Wagner, is that his first name? Am I whiffing Bobby Wagner? Bobby Wagner? Yeah, I said Bob Wagner. It just sounded wrong. I said Bob. Yeah, Bobby Wagner just got got cut by the Rams after having another great season. And we have two 30-plus-year-old off-ball linebackers potentially going to be in free agency, and they're two of the best in the league. So that's cool for – Zadarius Smith's house is going up for sale in Egan, Egan, Minnesota. So that could have been a a one-and-done, which is okay. He's really expensive and didn't do much. But here's the thing. He had a great start. The Vikings got my absolute boy, Brian Flores, in a D coordinator. Oh, uh, good call. I forgot all about it is, that. It is such a good hire. Such an incredible, incredible hire. Um, so, yeah, I mean. I Donatello is a fucking skeleton. I'm so pumped about it. Uh, somebody asked Brian Flores if he was going to run 3-4 or 4-3, and he was like, who are we playing that week? And I'm like, oh, my God. That is God. such a funny quote because you have such young, untalented defensive secondary players who don't know how to, like, switch it up. So it's like, I mean, he what a weird safeties, quote though. to say. We have Harrison Smith and Lewis Seen. Like, I mean, like. Harrison Smith he's gonna is be... not on your team next season. Yes, he is. 
I I will bet I would bet the farm on it. They're gonna be blitzing Harrison Smith at the quarterback all fucking season next year. I wouldn't be surprised if he's cut in the next two weeks. Uh, we we shall see. That would break my heart. I know it would. That's what I'm saying. This offseason is gonna be You're gonna trade tough. Justin Fields. I can't wait. <laughs> I can say me too. That is such uh, dude. I love it. I mm, I'm gonna Hasbula fight you. <laughs> Yeah, that's the thing. Luke has been mad at me this whole uh, podcast today because I keep uh, disagreeing with him. No, but that I'm makes for such pain. better content. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I'm just a, playing. I busted uh, my ass this weekend. Luke, Luke's got a uh, Luke's got arthritis, and in, in uh, Southern California is getting a winter wave, so it's just all of his joints are aching up. It's too cold. I'm wearing fucking sweats, a sweatshirt, and a robe right now. It's probably like 60 degrees. Luke is sitting outside of his hovel with a moisture farm. He's like, Annie, there's a storm coming. I can feel it in my bones. That is it's me, dude. I'm episode throbbing. one reference. We uh, The other night, me, D, and Joel played uh, episode one Monopoly, the click-in board. with Fun. all the Yeah, yeah, and I put episode one on in the background. Hell, I love theme Monopoly so much more than regular. I can actually yeah. play it. I was Darth Maul. Like, Naya, my niece, um, got Animal Crossing Monopoly a couple of years ago, and I was like, this is a fucking ball. I was, like, loving it. Oh, Animal Crossing is awesome. And then a yeah. themed Animal Crossing would be so cool. My favorite board will always be the OG Pokemon Monopoly board, but my oh, second favorite is Episode 1. Unfortunately, I do have to get out of here. Yep. Uh, graduate school calls. I start work. Y'all. But we're going to be getting content to you hot and ready like Little Caesars, hopefully not the sponsor of next year's NFL. Uh, we oh, love you all. We, we thank you for riding with us, and we will be back soon. Uh, all right. For NFL Mayo, I'm Luke. I'm Aiden. We'll see you next time. Bye. I'm